0: welcome you are now listening to the soul mechanics podcast follow us on social media facebook.com forward slash soul mapping life or instagram soul mapping underscore life with your host and personal guides aeon and sophia sit back and enjoy as they tune you into practical wisdom for the art of being human Are you looking to awaken to the sacred, deepen your authentic connection to your soul level, highest self reprogram stuck traumas and conditionings and enhance your DNA. Soul mapping is now teamed up with elixir to give you the self-illumination pathway and self-illumination kit, organic technologies for evolving humans. Check out this exclusive offering now at SelfIlluminationPathway.com.
1: Hey, what's up out there, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to your sixth episode of the Soul Mechanics podcast. I'm your host, Aon, and I'm with the beautiful as ever co-host, Sophia. And today we're going to be talking about an interesting topic. We're going to be talking about... The alchemy that goes on in families and kind of the, the different tribal rituals that come along with that, how the emotions really play into the, this, this sort of collective alchemy and a lot of also what's going on with how we are in a new transition kind of mutation time around family and friendship and these tribal dynamics and what they really mean and where it's all headed.
2: Yeah, definitely. We're going to get into the different codes that correlate to these aspects, um, you know, correlating to community and friendship and, you know, how it shows up sexually and within the tribe and different traditions and rituals and looking at all these systems from human design to gene keys and astrology and the I Ching to see how these codes are really giving us an explanation of what's really going on with humanity right now.
1: Yeah, and also, tools, uh, of course, these codes are also amazing tools to navigate these energies, because I don't know about y'all, but, uh, you know, especially within the past couple weeks, and of course, this is just correspondent, a lot to do with the the different transits that are going on, been going on, but there is a lot of tribal family dynamics that are coming up, you know, we're, we're going to be talking a lot about uh, the energy behind the 37th code. And this also has to do with the kind of inherent balance between the masculine and feminine and uh, internally within ourself, also between men and women, what those dynamics are, how those are changing. And... So we're going to be presenting you all, too, with some just some practical tools, new views, ways to work with these energies so that when these things do come up in your evolving future families or your current situations, that you can use some of this stuff to really navigate these energies, because I don't know about you, Danny, but I think family alchemy could be some of the most intense and powerful kind of of all the kinds of alchemy, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, we all have different issues in the dynamics with our relationships, whether it just be with, like, friends or partners or just the family as a whole, Um, and we're going to learn about these codes, so if you want to pull your chart up or if you have your chart and you're looking at it, you know, and if you don't, go to jovianarchive.com and get your free rave chart, and you can look on the right-hand side of the chart which is called the solar plexus and the 37th code is in there so basically if it's circled and it's like a purple circle with a line coming out of it that means it's part of your design and even if it's not part of your design it's something that we're all experiencing and it's part of the you know, collective. Uh, well, really, the tribal civilization process, and
1: can almost be even <laughs> more effective to to know about it if we don't have it colored in, because inherently those white spaces in our charts and uh, these energies that are part of our major conditioning, and so a lot of times they can be more, even in even more effective. Uh, in the way that they play a part in our life, because especially if we perhaps have the other side of the, the channel where the 40 is, that energy is constantly reaching out, looking for uh, the the other conne- side, the other side yeah. with the that connection, that quantum energy. And then if we have neither, then we have all this energy that always comes up with the transits, or perhaps one of your close parents, friends, or loved ones had it growing up and you received a lot of conditioning in that area. So. This is going to be a good one no matter what your chart looks like. Yeah,
2: definitely. we'll go through the different aspects, like what it looks like if the center is undefined, meaning it's white, but you have the gate defined, and vice versa. So really, you know, the first thing that we should talk about is that this is a tribal gate. It's not collective, and it's not individual, meaning that this is about the family. It's about friends. It's about the people that you know, your community. And depending on what line number you have or what line number you're really getting conditioned by, if it's a transit that's hitting this or somebody in your life that has it, um, it's really going to depend on whether it's the immediate family or, you know, more so of like the the community and things like that. So we'll get into that. so what does tribal really mean? I mean, there's a lot of energies that comes through the tribe. It's a lot about tactile e- energy, like touch. It's communication through touch. Um, so this 37 is really needs to be touched. If you have this in your chart, you really need a lot of affection in your life. You need cuddling and massaging, and, and you like to do these types of energies as well. And it means because it's in the emotional center, that the touch and the vibration that you receive from the other when you do touch them, if it's a friend and you hug them, um, you're gonna get a vibration back. And this is gonna help you get your clarity. So we need to understand about the solar plexus energy in the human design system. When you're looking at this triangle on the right, you understand that this is a, a process that operates over time. It's getting clarity through time. It's kind of like a camera that's taking a bunch of little pictures so that it can create like a composite photo. So at any one little point in the picture, it's not the entire scenario. It's not the whole image. So that's why if anybody who has the 37, you have to you know, meet somebody, you know, give them a hug, feel the vibration, and then you have to wait a while for your wave because this solar plexus really operates in a chemical wave. And this wave is a process that's going up and down, up and down from hope to pain and back again. So as we can see in the family, there's always this hope and pain and all these different energies in them. So it's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, I want to talk a little bit to, like, the the kind of root, kind of core foundation of what's going on with this energy, like, internally and, and how we can experience it. A lot of the, where this energy comes from, it starts with an identification with our gender. So, immediately, that identification with gender uh, starts by, it kind of starts to set up this dynamic of, kind of... Uh, I guess you could say different judgments, opinions, and things surrounding what it... What Okay, if I'm this gender, this is what this means, and this is how I relate to other genders, and this is all the stuff that comes along with being this gender. And we go from and this comes first of all in the basis that there is you know the masculine and feminine energetic dynamics internally not so much just the men and women which is more of a gender thing but the energies themselves and what happens is when we when we um are out of balance you know the the basically the mind which is the more masculine aspect at the end of the day is is the one that's kind of in charge, so to speak. And what happens is this then separates the individual from the tribe or starts to separate the tribe out into all the pieces and parts and the rules and rituals that come along with this. On an internal level, this is kind of the lower masculine ego identity structure separating from the internal tribe or That state of complete oneness and connectedness with all beings, with the planetary organism. Now, I'm not saying uh, a lack of individuality altogether, but more so like uh, where we, our mind cuts us off from feeling that we are one with the collective family that's here on earth, that's, that's present in everyone.
2: Yeah, or even oneness with our own body
1: exactly you know, yeah kind
2: of that metaphor can even be applied to when we understand about how the personality aspect which is all the black on the human design chart really correlates a lot to the mind and what we're aware of um and the design is the form consciousness the body consciousness everything that's not the mind so that's a really good metaphor tom for you know how the mind in its lower frequency when it's trying to control the life is separating us from what the form is really here to do because the form is actually the one that's supposed to the, the part of us that is um, here to navigate us through and that's really what all these processes are about is learning to navigate by allowing the energies allowing our bodies to flow through all of this this stuff that we're dealing with without the mind trying to make a you know um, decision Right, because we've been talking about this for a while, about the mind not making decisions, and that's a big part of this as well. So the 37 is really about harmony at the end of the day. And so as you're going through your emotional wave or as you're receiving the emotional wave from others, you have to wait for the clarity. What can happen when people, either who have the 37 or who have the emotional wave, a lot of times they may feel the tendency to uh, make a decision when they're at the high or the low end of the wave, which is what kind of breaks the family or breaks situations up, which really isn't harmony. You know, It's kind of like making a brash decision. So it's important for all of humanity, all of us, to really understand how this emotional energy works and how humanity has been going through this story especially with religion, because this has a lot to do with religion and spirituality and rituals and prayer, all of these different things, so we can understand what humanity has been going through and the mechanisms so that we can also decide for ourselves with our form consciousness what actually is is the best thing to do rather than letting the mind really be the, the one making the decision on that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, the... Danny's explaining how this whole disconnection basically sets itself up. We experience these traumas and conditionings and programmings as we're growing up. Um, and that's that's also an, another good point. This is why this is, a, this is a foundational level of the self-illumination path we developed because this is... A crucial point in that step where as we're as we're growing up like I said we experience these different traumas and conditionings and then first and foremost we break ourselves off from our connection to our body because what happens is that trauma sets in and sets itself up in our nervous system around our different organs and glands and then we have this tension that comes up around these programs and traumas where every single time Now that those energies are there and they're cinched kind of like a a, a tension, we now feel cut off from, our consciousness feels cut off from the entirety of the body, which means we as individuals feel cut off from the entirety of just the collective organism or the present moment. And so then what happens is we, we start to set up these, because we're living in the mind and the mind is able to kind of... Be and see anything or reflect anything because it's basically a reflector, it starts to set up all these different rules and rituals to try and recreate a scenario where it feels that oneness, right? right? And then, and that's where we get thousands of years of different ru- rituals, different religions. Uh, religions, especially religious institutions have set up these different scenarios because they're hoping to through singing and chanting and dancing and, of course, the original tribal rituals of these ceremonies that usually involved Uh, you know different plant medicines and dances and rituals they really headed down to a science at that point of how to get back into that state of oneness and now we see trickling down through the years different churches and these massive institutions trying to reconnect people with that state of oneness which we've now termed as god
2: yeah Yeah, and and if you've heard any of our last podcasts, you know that we've been talking about this mutation that's coming in 2027, starting with the 19th gate, which is like the sensitivity and the need for resources, the need to find God, and that's really the part that's making this mutation happen in 2027, so I wonder what's going to happen because there's not going to be a need anymore to like quote-unquote find God outside of ourselves, so there's a, a huge rise in the world with, like, spirituality, ceremonies, you know, talking circles, a bunch of people trying to get together and make community, and it's like the window is closing because what's actually happening is we're all going through this pathway. We have been since, you know, humanity's beginning of trying to find our own divinity within ourselves. A lot of times we've we've sought things outside of ourselves and gods and, and all of that, but really the, the whole purpose of quote unquote, spirituality is not about like finding these different gods or all these different things. It's really about having your own unique connection to life, you know, your own unique connection to existence and your own spirituality. So I would even think that because the 37 and the 40 has a lot to do with rituals and ceremonies and prayers and churches and temples and all of these things, that it's also going to go through a huge shift when this mutation yeah. happens because imagine you know instead of feeling the pressure of the tribe your community your family right we get all this pressure in the world from these energies which is just a mechanism to homogenize, to be like everyone else, to follow the rules, to, you know, if you don't do this, if you don't go to church on Sunday, you're going to, you know, be banned from the community, you're going to go to hell or whatever it is. Um, And the same with, like, families. It's like, when we're in our families as children, you know, maybe your parents said one time, well, if you don't do this, you you get kicked out of the house, right? So there's all this pressure on all of us, to kind of fit in with with the tribe, right? And I feel that all of this is really shifting. And that's what I hope to bring with all these different codes is to really help all of us to embody our own energies, you know, and to be in our authentic self so that we're not feeling limited by these false, you know, rules. Because we can all go into different situations like ceremonies or rituals or churches and, you know it doesn't matter if you agree or not if you're going there and you don't agree and you're sitting there and it's like you know it's not really helping you yeah. you know if you if it's not something that you really feel is correct and there's a lot of people here on the planet that have genetic codes that are all about breaking and like um like breaking up traditions you know some of the traditions need to some be of changed some can happen yeah Well, and within the tribe, because it's not individual, right, there's different circuits of energy that run through humanity. Uh, The individual circuits are the only ones that are mutative. And being an individual in the tribe, the tribe doesn't really know what the individual is. It's kind of scary because the individual comes in with this mutative energy, so it's kind of like different religions battling, or people that are like, "Well, I don't really agree with with this part of the religion," and then the whole religion, like, they're not allowed in into the group anymore.
1: Right. What's kind of like is what's interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff coming up for me right now. As Danny's saying this, I, I feel like I'm really tapping into an interesting channel. What it, What I'm noticing here is. The idea of the individual as opposed to the tribe, right? Like this whole story that we're talking about, especially through this mystical way, the self-illumination path, this is like the story of why the separate identity or the ego came to exist in the first place. You know, if we look at the other side of the 37 channel where the 40 is, that is the essence of will, whether it's uh, force, like personal Uh, forceful will or quote unquote like divine will or uh, surrendering to the will of the universe and uh, the energetic dynamics that we're part of right and so what's interesting about that is, is like Danny was saying that the the tribe kind of like rejects the individual doesn't understand the mutation and we can look at this as like the story of humanity in general okay so this this Lower masculine, kind of like ego consciousness, or the separation of humanity from the the oneness of being a whole organism, has been here the whole time to bring a mutation. That's why individuals are here, and that's why this story has happened because there's a necessary mutation. A lot of people talk about it, it's like this whole thing is this giant fractal, right? When you're in the middle of that that ceremony at church or uh, different religious institutions, and the headmaster, the the leader of the scenario comes in and reprimands the individual for bringing for the being mu- <laughs> for being different and bringing the mutation. This same thing is going around collectively within the entire uh the entire planet at least maybe even more but the idea is that this individual was birthed here humanity in general this separated from from the collective consciousness to bring this mutation and people inherently kind of demonize this disconnection and not following the rules and the laws and the rituals when if we just surrender to the process whatever role we have in it or or not then we can balance this separate and uh separateness and unity
2: yeah definitely and when we're talking about individual energies it's not like just one person you have individual energies more than likely in your chart right so if you're looking at the human design chart you can see that there are these shapes, those are the centers, and then there's like these lines that connect the shapes or they, they might be white, right? So you look at the connected or the, the center, the, when you look at the chart, you see that there's three lines going all the way down the middle from the top all the way to the bottom. The middle lines, those are all individual. For example, there's there's other individual lines as well in the charts. So we all probably have some of these aspects within our charts. So when we can know, okay, this particular aspect is is maybe not going to be understood by everyone, we can understand ourselves how to work with it. Um, and, and when to bring the mutation to the tribe at, at the appropriate time. Because, again, the 37 has to do with the solar plexus wave. So it's all about timing in order to reach that harmony, in order to say, look, we do need to change these traditions or we need to have a mutation and, and do something different. Um, you know, and I, I personally, I only have, um, like, my channels and my charts are only individual. I have collective and tribal gates but I'm I'm a highly individual uh, energetically type of person I know in my life I have felt a lot of um, you know going into places feeling like okay I don't really belong here this isn't right or you know it's not I don't want to follow these rules I don't want to go through these traditions I don't want to follow this stuff so if you're feeling that you might have a lot of those energies too and it would be really fascinating to find out what those are um, now, the 37 is also about, like, friendship... Um, They call it like the glue of the tribe. And remember, we came from the 19. This is like a whole stream of energy. The 19 is like this pressure of the tribe to need resources. That's really the first basis or the root of the tribe's needs. It's like we need to have resources, right? And we did a call on that already. And then it goes to the 49, which is about establishing the principles or establishing what exactly is needed. Right, And then it goes over to this 37, which is, okay, now we need to have all these traditions and rules and bargains to kind of glue everybody together, um, which is necessary for the family and the tribe. And we just want to know that when it's kind of coming into a space where if somebody comes into the family and it's like changing it up, or if you go to a circle and like you might feel like you don't belong... Um, that's okay. At the end of the day, you have to like be yourself, right? So there's really no possibility for um, a lot of awareness in this place. There is a little bit of awareness, but you have to, in this emotional wave, you have to ride out the whole wave, right? So you can understand what timing to go through with communicating with the family or the tribe, To bring about some sort of mutation and and things like that. Um, A lot of times, with the emotional wave, it's really hard to tell if you have the emotional system when you're in the wave. Um, For some people, I feel, you know, it can be difficult to, to know. But this is what they call like a ratchet wave. So this tribal wave is kind of like the energy that builds up, everything's fine, but it's like kind of building, and it just snaps, right? And that's how the 37 functions. And when it's in the low end of the wave, it wants to either break traditions, um, break the, the bond, break the agreement, break the uh, whatever is coming through and really reject kind of the family, reject the friendship, reject the tradition. Um, Because really inherent in this awareness of the 37 is the fear of tradition. Um, And the 37 never really fully accepts or rejects the tradition. It's going through the wave trying to see if the tradition is correct for that person. Um, So that's like a little bit about the dynamics of it. If you have it in your chart but you don't have the solar plexus actually activated, then this is kind of like a button that that you have when people come around you and it either activates your solar plexus or a channel really you're gonna either based on their mood you're either gonna accept them or you're gonna reject them and that's kind of how the button really works um this is also a lot about prayer like tom was saying it's a lot about like kind of giving your energy to to some higher force and And feeling like a prayer through the community is going to help, you know, bring God. Um, So this energy is also about kind of like religion, you know. So it's not wanting to like give up on God. When I was saying about accepting and rejecting, it's like, okay, sometimes it's like you believe in God. Sometimes you don't. And this is part of how the community works. And it doesn't have to be God. It can be whatever spiritual tradition or tradition is within the family or the the community.
1: Yeah. And speaking of the community, I'm going to switch mm-hmm. gears just a little bit here to to talk about basically so if we look at this this code and how it's playing a part in our collective evolution, we we can start by looking back at I'm sure all of you that are listening to this podcast right now have a interesting story about your relationship to uh, an awakening of some kind, some kind of uh, dive into, you know, exiting the matrix, starting to look into the self to discover and reconnect with with uh, with wholeness in in balance, and. Inherently, in those paths, we start to notice that usually there's a, a point where we are breaking away from those people that are close to us. There's always a lot of tension in the family around uh, religions and rituals, and just energetics in general. And what I've seen is that a lot of what's going on with these dynamics in our society right now, you know, you have this one side of the the fence that goes, "Oh man, like." Families just aren't what they used to be. There's no real family anymore, et cetera, et cetera. But if we look at it, the the gift that's going on with the, the mutation of this genetic is that as people are forced out of their blood families by these disagreements and conflicts and things, they start to unite with a new tribe. They start to unite with new friends and connect with those people in different ways. And what happens in that? is this boundary dissolution where society as a whole starts to realize oh wait like families aren't necessarily about blood it's really about this connection that we have Mm -hmm. and it's 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 allowing society to start to transcend from this uh love based on conditions right because what blood is basically is is a condition, if you think about it, where we're saying like, oh, you're my family because you're my blood and you're not my family. So I'm going to treat you different. And what's really happening is the more people pushed out and into these new communities and tribes, they're starting to realize, oh, like everybody, people are just people and the planets, the planet and everything is worthy of love and it starts to awaken the state of more unconditional love where we can learn that the the blood at the end of the day doesn't really matter i mean if yes there are different blood types and things like that but if we really look at it we're all just, we all have blood you yeah. know
2: yeah and i think that you make a good point because this this brings up to me that that's what the mutation is bringing because the 37 in general is is not unconditional you know it's about seeking a reward you know it's praying so that you can get the reward to contact god and go to heaven you know it's going to church so you can have the support of the tribe it's being in the family and following elders so that you can you know whatever comes up from it so that's also where the like fear comes in also um so yeah maybe that's more of like what the shift will be when the mutation happens is that Yes, we all still can support each other, but we can also support like our our preferences, our individuality, our, our differences. Um, because this is really like the main, probably issue when it comes to like all the religious wars and um, it's also where like circumcision and different like traditions that we know need to change. Have been kind of birthed out of so,
1: and so much of that stuff has been coming up lately, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I also want to add here that I want to explain a little bit about how these these dynamics of these energies and these geometries work. Like I, I was talking about internally how this works in terms of the separate identity kind of setting itself up, and then there being these traumas that cut us cut us off, right? And the way that we could look at this is kind of like, so we understand that the the I Ching is part of the 64-star tetrahedron. This is like the perfected geometry of all of these keys and codes if they're if they're aligned properly. So we can kind of look at this like. As we, as we disconnect or we, we come to the illusion of separation from this organism and we feel this separation in our body, and this new identity starts to set itself up in the mind, okay? So this is, this is quote-unquote, the ego. But I'm not saying all ego. What I'm saying is the ego that's been w- wounded and feels itself as though uh, disconnected and separate. So what happens when that identity sets itself up there starts to become this distorted geometry. And in, in this is why these rules and rituals are created is because it's trying to get back to this perfected geometry. But inherently, really, what needs to happen is each person needs to come back into their own energy, their, yeah. own, their own individual point of connecting to the oneness. And that's why we see so many issues with modern religion is because not all of these basically what we have is dynamics that worked for one person and then that started to be passed down generation after generation in hopes that this somewhat perfected geometry would then work as kind of like a cookie cutter for for everyone else
2: yeah and you know a lot of humanity all of us have like blindly followed a lot of these traditions like I was just mentioning circumcision like if you actually think about it it's insane you know like it's crazy that whole process but you know deep inside of our genetics it's like well we need to follow the tribe the community what everybody else is doing otherwise we don't get support otherwise our child won't get to you know be accepted into heaven or the community or their girlfriend or their wife won't accept them like all these crazy things that You know, we are really all here to challenge these things, these conditionings and these programmings from the family and community to see what's correct for us, you know. And and just like you were saying, it's like we kind of go into into these things because we're trying to fit into that geometry, but we're off of our own. You know, we're not really in our correct alignment. So all this suffering happens, you know, in the end you'll probably get – the supportive family withdrawn from you anyways, you know, or the community, if you wanna be yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so looking at all of this stuff that we're talking about, you know, the, the the kind of like next question is, well, what can we really like do about some of this stuff that's coming up? What can we really do in this, uh, in these situations, so that this family alchemy dynamic can really can really like move through in, in the best way possible. And I feel like a lot of the stuff starts with really understanding these 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 codes and these mechanics and these waves, and and just realizing that you know when these energies come up between individuals, when they come up in in our families and our friendships that they're just energy dynamics moving through, they're just mechanics. And when we when we can start to look at it in that way, it's it's kind of like if if you've ever read that book The Four Agreements, you know, people talk about like, "Oh, don't take anything personally," right? Well, the way that we don't take things personally is by understanding these archetypal codes in these languages because we start to distance ourselves from the identity of kind of these stories that come along with we like like we were saying earlier a lot of this particular code has to do with uh, ad- identification with being a man or being a woman as opposed to just being a human right so these same types of energies come in and. Rather than being identified with being I'm right and you're wrong or that we have to follow these specific rules or traditions, we start to understand that these codes are all just playing out dynamics between the transits that are going on in the, the astrology and between the two charts or the three or four charts in the family and the dynamics there. It's all here to bring these different mutations in.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I would say for sure, like the most important part is when you have the clarity as to whether or not you want to follow the traditions of your family or your community or your spirituality or your circle or whatever it is, you know, don't stay in in situations or with traditions that you don't really vibe with just to get the community support or the resource support or whatever is coming through. I feel that we're all gonna have a lot more unity and a lot more harmony when everyone is allowed to be themselves. You know, We can go into these circles, we can go into these places, and you know, maybe there's like a light framework, like, okay, nobody really um, attacking people or try to speak from your heart and things like that. But um, when we are all, are all allowed to really be in our authentic selves, really when we choose to accept who we are without guilt, um, we can come into this place of harmony to change traditions, to bring mutations, to bring about a more um, like harmonious space for everybody—a
1: whole human family. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's it's also important to understand here again, going back to to what this means mm-hmm. on a on an internal level. So. One of the most foundational things that we could do and what we've really given like this kind of particular guided pathway of tools and techniques in the self-illumination path is that we can go back within into these individual codes within our consciousness and we can start to reprogram these traumas in these conditionings because that's going to be the fundamental way that we all start to reunite and come into our own individual authentic energies especially in the in a family situation right because what happens inherently what comes up in in these family dynamics is we have these these traumas and then the other people come in with their specific codes, and they they trigger the the replay of this, right? And we have the ability to go within our subconscious, within our within our bioenergetic fields, through specific techniques, and we can reprogram those energies to be our gifts rather than. Uh, Rather than these kind of stuck and stagnant energies that keep us in these repeated loops of of separation and and the different uh, the different chaotic energies that that come up in families.
2: Right. And it doesn't even necessarily need to be like a hierarchy. because I was even thinking about people at jobs that they don't like. That could even be considered like a tribal situation, you know, like going into like a corporate job. You know, and kind of dealing with, okay, everyone has to dress a certain way and you have to show up at this time. And there's all these rules in order to get the resources, in order to get the reward of like, okay, now I can pay my rent, you know, for my other tribe, my family and all this, this stuff that comes along with it. So I think that's also why we're having like a rise in entrepreneurs and people that are starting to kind of work on their own and a lot of different eccentric maybe even some things that are really obscure different pathways that are coming up because we're all kind of coming into this quote unquote awakening and we're realizing that although the tribe and the family and the community is really important what we're all really here to do is find our own path right our own divinity and do that together as a tribe too but it's not going to come through drawing circles on the ground and chanting in a backwards you know reverse whatever uh just really kind of seeing what works for you so even though we know that the energies are not personalized that they're all just genetic codes if you get accepted or rejected into a community or tribe or family it's not personal it's your your codes but it doesn't mean don't do anything. It doesn't mean just be passive. It means that you can still be yourself. You know, If you're accepted into a tribal situation, you're still encouraged to speak up, to be yourself, to follow your authority within and, and trust that what your body is telling you, what you're feeling is, is probably coming through so that it can come out and mutate the tribe.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting. Sophia brought up the the dynamics with with work and those types of institutions and whatnot, because we have been seeing a massive push into into entrepreneurship lately, and to people working for themselves. Some people just kind of uh, working by by traveling and just kind of molding and fashioning the dynamic of their work life to. To different scenarios. You see the the digital nomad is is on a massive rise right now. And we're probably going to see even more and more of this because as people start to realize that humanity is just one family in general, there's going to be this more massive release of where the dynamics that are going on between individuals are starting to free up where there is certain connections in our energetics, in our DNA that need to happen in order for the collective organism to really evolve into its full potential. And generally speaking, if we don't go within and work on these these codes within ourselves on an individual basis, or sometimes even if we do, we need to be connected with different people who have these different codes, so the dynamics and the mutations can really come through. So the more that family, the more that humanity becomes a family in general, the more that we're going to see a faster and faster sort of processing out of these different kind of stuck and stagnant emotional, kind of quote unquote, karmic energies, if you want to call them that, because, well, we're seeing less on these rules and rituals in our minds. Well, this is the way that work has to be and this is the way the family has to be. Oh, and you have to work nine to five and live in the same city uh, year after year and you see the same people over and over again. And humanity can't mutate properly at this point anymore like that. And that's why we're seeing so much change in terms of these dynamics between people.
2: Yeah, definitely. And it it also goes over, you know, once we look at the 4037, that's the channel of community or the part seeking the whole. It then jumps over to like the priest and the priestess, the shaman, the elder, the leader, um, which is this other channel of like initiation, which is actually an initiation in itself. It's a test, you know, Mm -hmm. are you going to, because the shaman, the elder, the priest, whoever is going to just point you back. To the tribe it's going to say go back over there those are the rules this is what we do this is the ritual this is what we do uh, which is great you know but really we're, we're here to jump beyond that to the 2010 which is about being awake in the now and empowered in yourself in the now um, so it is interesting because the 37 with you know if we're all kind of blindly following traditions and and having fear of of different things and not um, bringing our authentic selves to the tribe, it leads to the 40, which is the shadow of exhaustion, you know, so we're draining ourselves trying to fit in with this, like, homogenized world. And then we, we create a hierarchy where now there's a guru, there's a shaman, there's somebody who is telling me what to do, which is not the path of your own divinity.
1: Yeah, they, you know? they're supposedly <laughs> the ones that hold your keys to connecting with with the 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 divine or whatever we want to call it the universal collective consciousness and then again they're just pointing us back to rules that don't allow us to fully connect express ourselves and express ourselves keeping us in this consistent repeated loop rather than leaping into the void and Actually, becoming that into becoming that shaman for ourselves, or becoming our own guru, our own quote-unquote uh, God, because yeah. at the end of the day, that's the barrier right mm-hmm. there. Is
2: as the gatekeeper, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, yeah the, it's it's also been called the uh, the the guardian. the guardian of the threshold. You know, that's really what the what the shaman, the priest, the the guru, the guru is the physical representation of that. Um, that archetype and that's why uh, at some point in this this self-illumination path in our path of awakening to uh, soul actualization self-actualization we get to this point where all the archetypes kind of start to merge into this one thing that is quote-unquote holding us back from experiencing that eternal presence or oneness and we have to that's really at the end of the day that's it, the ego death that's yeah. that's really that point is where we're willing to leap through all the fear all the programming all the conditioning and em- jump out of the tribe jump out <laughs> of the tribe and to em- embrace the the present moment and whatever comes along with it in, the, in a moment to moment basis like realizing that you are it's it's that trust and surrender of you know, the the earth and all the people on it and everything in, in a per moment basis is all here to help me. It's all here, it's all on my side because there's only one thing. So everything is going to be perfect in the moment, whether it's resources or uh, energetic dynamics or whatever it is, we just open ourselves up to that surrender.
2: Yeah, and it's really interesting too because this pathway really describes like the basic pathway that all of us have gone through is spirituality. You know, we have a need to find something that's like going to help us awaken. Then we find what principles. So we might try a bunch of different religions, different revolutions, different causes. Then we go to the 4037, which is like, well, where are my like-minded people? Where's my tribe? Mm -hmm. You know, we get in the tribe and then we meet the elder. We meet the shaman. We meet the guru who is, you know, supposed to kind of like tell us what they've gone through they're the ones that supposedly jump into the void to tell us what's on the other side and sometimes we go back down right we go back down the circuit into the 40 37 go to a different tribe a different shaman a different guru and the whole process you know if you're kind of stuck in that loop that's that's fine you know you're learning a lot and getting a lot of different experiences Um, but at the end of the day it's jumping across the void yourself into something that is uniquely yours is really the the main process I I feel of spirituality. I had a big revelation this week about spirituality versus religion. You know, for the longest time, I you know I, I went to a private school growing up. Um, I went through my phase with religion. I was always really skeptical of it, um, just because of this. You know, it's it's kind of um, praying to things outside of ourselves. So I always had an issue with that. Um, and I realized that spirituality, sometimes even I was mixing it with religion, you know, doing, doing certain things with, with groups and rituals and prayers and all this beautiful stuff that's, that's amazing. Um, but it was still religious, you know, cause there's rules, there's rules of, and there's people that are going to tell you, no, you can't do it this way. You've got to do it that way. This is the only way it works, blah, blah, blah. And that's where I started kind of going, wait a minute, you know, what is this? Like, everyone's spirituality is different. You know, we can take traditions, we can look at different um, rules and different frameworks of things to work with them, uh, but ultimately we have to find our own, our own pathway with it. So I feel that spirituality more so is about just finding this individual path.
1: Right, you know, and- if there's
2: rules... And like this whole ritual and all these things that are you can't budge because everybody says you can't budge. That's religion.
1: Exactly. You know. Yeah, and that's why the, you know this point in the that self illumination pathway really is where we start to examine our daily rituals, our connections with people, our daily routines, and we start to look at our own our own chart, our own energetics. And we really start to put into practice a daily, you know, just coming back to our own energetics basically is what it is. Start to observe, oh, okay, this is how I'm interacting with these people. This is how I'm interacting with myself. I've been conditioned in all of these different places. Oh, I can see this rule, how I've set up this kind of false idea and programming over here. And we start to replace it with continually coming back to our own inner authority, our own energetics. And those are the quote unquote new rules, which are basically our rules or we're starting to realign with our individual and our geometry, our individual energetics, It's our framework, right?
2: It's the geometry, spirituality is finding your geometry. What is your framework? So yeah, definitely. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you. Check us out next week. Uh, we might start getting more into like different astrological aspects and just keep going through these codes and don't forget to check us out. Uh, you can go to our website at soulmapping.life.
1: we we'll also have some great offerings at Life, and of course, check out selfilluminationpathway.com if you're interested in uh, our most recent offering too
2: yep and if you're interested in classes we have a, a group on facebook called the soul mechanics group if you go to soul
1: forward slash tribe
2: forward slash tribe you can find the group uh, we have weekly classes and daily videos on all this material so thanks a lot guys we'll talk to you soon <laughs>